Wow, you really like producing videos for e-commerce, don't you? Well, this will be our second podcast in a row talking about the specialized world of product video production. We're on a mission mission. to rid the world of bad video. Bye-bye. This is the DV Show. Target in range. Bad video sucks. Whoa, 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 wait a minute. We're getting a lot of questions on product video production after our last podcast. It's amazing how many questions you have on this topic, and it has become popular. So on this edition of the DV Show podcast, we're bringing back this theme for the second time. Besides, it's my favorite subject anyway, video production for e-commerce, creating product videos, It's fun, and it's an entirely different world before any video can perform successfully. I mean, you have to think about the audience you're selling to, the different audience you're creating videos for, the different formats, specific lengths to adhere to, social media platforms to think about, search engine optimization, and the list goes on. So we have a great podcast again this week for you. Brett Lindenberg from Mindstamp.io is on the podcast to answer a question and offer a discount for his very cool product. Our social audio app experts are ready to chime in with feedback and advice, and I can't wait to tell you what's in the download vault this week. Some great deals and discount codes to use, but you have to get your key. It's free, so go ahead and sign up. Get your key to the download vault to get these deals. All right, with all of that said, let's start with our first question coming from Dave. I just want some straightforward tips on creating e-commerce videos that will sell my products. Using photos is not enough anymore. There is so much junk on the internet. I counting on you to cut to the chase with honest information. Thanks for your podcast. Keep up the great work. Dave, I'm really glad to hear that you realize video is the way to go. Your competition realized it, and thankfully you did too. So the first thing to do is to strategize. Before you even pick up that camera, think up a strategy. It's much more than creating video content and just slapping it on your listing or slapping it on social media and waiting for a sale. It doesn't happen that way. You have to create a strategy. You want to create videos so that you can connect with your customers, make them understand your brand story, and buy. And the moment they're able to compare the video with their life, your work is half done. No matter your audience, when your video is there, they will be able to feel it. You want to create content for them on an emotional level. So let me give you two quick power tips that you should never, ever forget. Number one, make the videos achieve a purpose. Okay, it's very important to make the purpose clear. You should know why you're creating videos, where you want to put them, and who your audience is. Have the best marketing person by your side and boost your videos in such a way that they achieve the right purpose. I can't stress that. And number two, create videos that matter for you and your business. You should create the best videos for your products. Do not 
use a cell phone unless it's a professional cell phone videographer. Don't do it. It should look professional, it should look clean, and you should be able to give your audience the best viewing experience. It should have a well-lit, simple background. The cleaner your video, the better it will be for you to create trust among your audience. Trust me, this is the psychology that's happening today. Keep your videos as simple as possible. It's very easy to create complex videos, but complex videos are not understood by the audience, and conversions are zero, which means you have no sales. So don't forget, make a video with purpose and make videos that matter. Otherwise, it's a bad video. <laughs> we have more tips on our website at thedvshow.com. I would suggest you follow us on social media. We're always giving out good advice when it comes to video production in general, but those are the two tips you should write a note about, plaster it on your wall, and never forget. Thanks for your question. Mumbai has the next question. What type of video should I produce for my business? Mumbai, with e-commerce video, you're selling something. It's that simple. Just like in real life, when you're face-to-face -face and present with your customer, you want to do the same with your video. So disclosing how to utilize your items is a great video, instructional video. You want to illustrate the functionalities of your product. You want to share positive feedback given by your customers, make stories around your product, enlighten clients regarding your business, talk about your missions, talk about your qualities of your business, contrast your product with your rivals, talk about your competition, which gains more trust from your customers. And again, just like in real life, you're selling something when you're using video. Use animated videos. They do really well, but they exceptionally rely on the product for proficiencies such like gear or large equipment. It can feel somewhat unusual to have an animation selling the item, but you can make an incredible video when it's animated and you don't really have to get into a lot of detail. Another popular uh, video that you can produce for your business is video testimonials. Now, there are many sites where customers can look at feedback of your product and nothing is more persuasive than a video testimonial. It's a lot harder for a person to counterfeit video testimonials, so customers are bound to confide in the feedback as valid, especially if it comes from a real customer. I can't stress this anymore. Use real customers. Don't buy video testimonials from Fiverr. And you want to place those videos on your product pages right in front of your customers. When you structured your e-commerce website, always have a video front and center. Customers are eager to read the content description, but they're also eager to watch videos. It increases sales 100% most of the time. And you also want to put some videos in emails. We talked about this on the last podcast. And at the point when you use email to interact with your e-commerce customers, consider adding videos in your messages. I cannot stress this more. There's a lot of stuff that's out there. One item that we use here on the dvshow.com is called Warm Welcome. This is a really cool tool. We'll put a link to it in the note in the show notes of this podcast. 
All right, Kevin's question is next. I'm hearing a lot about interactive video and shoppable videos. After doing some research, I can't find an inexpensive solution for a small business owner. All I want is to have a personalized video with a call to action displayed on my videos after a customer watches. Instead of passively viewing and being amazed at the content, I would like the customer to make a move. They watch the videos but do not purchase anything. Any suggestions on how I can make them convert? Thanks. Thanks for your question, Kevin. Now, common sense suggests that video in general should be more engaging, right? I mean, studies show that interactive videos have longer watch time. And the longer they watch, the more likely you are to get a sale. Moreover, interactive video is rapidly becoming the new standard. A company called Wirewax already offers a fully functioning interactive layer for embedded videos and even ads. But they are, like you probably noticed, expensive. So we have an alternative for you on this week's podcast. Brett Lindenberg, founder and CEO of Mindstamp. Now, Mindstamp is an interactive video platform, and his company turns your videos into interactive experiences. Brett, interactive video is a marketer's dream come true, especially being able to personalize video. Well, taking it a step back, you know, what does interactive video mean for video marketers? And the answer to that is that you can get, you know, much more value and much more use out of an existing piece of video content. Typically, the flow right now is you create a video, you post it, um, and then you maybe relegate it to YouTube, maybe post it back to socials a couple of days later. But generally, once they've seen the content, um, you know, they've experienced what you've made. But with interactivity, you can get use out of it forever and ever. You can take that same piece of content and repurpose it. Um, with a call to action button, with some personalization, with some questions to collect information, capture leads. So interactive video just generally turns your video marketing assets into things that are reusable and continue to provide value over time. With HubSpot, like I said, that that bit of personalization that you can send um, from the HubSpot contact record is super powerful, right? The minute somebody sees their name in the video, they see their company in the video, they see a piece of information about the video, it's a wow that, you know, this person knows me, this is targeted at me, this piece of content is made for me. So as a result, they're much more engaged, they're much more likely to pay attention to your brand, your company, your message. And um, we love helping people do that. We love helping people get more value out of their existing assets. Brett, thanks for coming on the DV Show podcast to answer Kevin's question. Now, if you want to watch this entire interview and get into the nitty gritty of our conversation outside of this podcast, we have a 30-minute video chock full of awesome information about Mindstamp, ready to consume. Check it out on thedvshow.com. Opening the Download Vault now. All right, this is the Download Vault, where we give you free links, software, cool tools, and amazing discounts exclusively to you, the DV Show listener. Every product, service, or software that we mention is handpicked and guaranteed to make your video production workflow easier and faster. You can get your free link on our website. These deals are only for you, but you have to sign up on thedvshow.com to get the goods. And today we have two cool tools. Of course, we should be mentioning Mindstamp, which is, as you know, the interactive video solution you've been looking for. 
Interactive video increases viewer engagement, converts more leads, sells more products, and maximizes training impact. MindStamp is the simplest and most powerful interactive video solution available, and it's really inexpensive. And we have a coupon code for 20% off any plan when you log into the download vault using your free key. All right, our next tool is called Milk Video. This is where you can turn your webinar into video highlights. You can turn any recording into an engaging video highlight in minutes to drive leads and sales. Milk Video allows marketers to instantly create value by turning Zoom webinars into a series of videos to be used across multiple platforms. No more headaches editing. No more headaches searching through video. Milk Video helps you create clips in minutes. And once that webinar is over, recordings are left for dead, but not with Milk Video. You can repurpose little pieces and chunks wherever you want, all over the web, social media, your own website. Really, really cool tool. And it's available now in the Download Vault. Ready to make your video production workflow faster and easier? Get access to these time-saving products and services on the dvshow.com's website, where you will find special links, free downloads, and special discounts on all of the great tools we mention on this podcast. Go to our website to create your own free account to learn more. Go to the dvshow.com for more details. Stumped? Need advice? Or just looking for tips and techniques related to digital video? Visit thedvshow.com. Two years ago, a crack film unit was sent walking by a major studio for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly purchased their own equipment, escaped from a 9-to-5 job, and fled into the indie underground. Today, wanted by TV networks across the globe, they survive by answering questions on video production issues. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can call The TV Show. All right, we're talking about my favorite subject, e-commerce product video production. So, you know, I get the question a lot, what is bad video, Brian? Well, bad video is more than just video that looks and sounds bad. It's also video that's not strategically placed. Bad video doesn't speak to your audience. It doesn't get results. It doesn't show a return on investment. It doesn't generate leads. It doesn't engage. There's no interaction, no views, no call to action. And it takes forever to get to the point, and it steals away precious time. That's what bad video is. And we are here on this podcast to eliminate bad video. We're on a mission. And that's why we answer your questions on this podcast. So when you visit our website, check out the tips, head into the download vault, watch our video series. It's guaranteed that you will be you will start creating better video. We're offering so much content to accomplish this mission. So go ahead and check it out to see the goodies on the dvshow.com. And we're also on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and we're offering even more tricks and techniques when it comes to video production on social media. All right, Helen has our next question. Hey, Brian, I know you're a product video junkie, so in your opinion, what is the best product video by a starter company? 
What video do you like that is well done, yet affordable, innovative or has other great gimmicks that introduces a new brand or product? And why? <laughs> yes, I am a product video junkie and always looking for inspiration for my next videos. And recently, I came across a great collection curated from our friends at Type Studio. It's called The Best Startup Product Videos. It's a really cool collection of the best startup videos on the web. It features videos from Wix, Zapier, Canva, HubSpot, SurveyMonkey, and others. And it's a great resource to get some ideas I'll put a link to it in the show notes of this podcast. Thanks for your question. All right, uh, let's get to Paula's question. I'm looking for recommendations on easy software to go live on Facebook and sell products to my followers. I hear many people just saying to do it and go live, but how? I'm looking at so many options and would love it if I can overcome that technical barrier fast without breaking the bank. Paula, let's pop your question into the videographers group I'm a part of on one of the best social media audio apps out there. Now, this is a group of seasoned professionals, and they're more than experienced to give some live streaming software recommendations that are simple. So, Nikita, what do you want to start off with as far as some advice and something simple? Yeah, I'll share. So, I mean, I work with travel advisors who are, first things first, not all of them are very tech savvy. So my recommendation is to just start with the most basic thing, which is literally your phone, something to prop that phone up. If you have a tripod, go for it. If you have a book, go for that and just stand in front of a window or a door with some natural light and just go live. Um, and then graduating up from there, I mean, you can add some other things. I use StreamYard to go live over on Facebook in multiple places. And uh, that's about it, actually. <laughs> I was going to say and, but nope, that's it. That's actually it. <laughs> yep. I was actually going to say the same exact thing. So it's so funny, uh, Brian, that you asked that because I think a lot of people, again, the perfectionists, they get so in their head that things have to look a certain way. I just go live on my iPhone 12 <laughs> and I think the quality looks amazing. Um, another thing too, and actually Nikita, when she started using StreamYard, if you'll remember this, Nikita, I messaged you right away and said, what are you using to go live? Because at that time, Zoom was so heavily saturated with people using it. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's whenever COVID happened that I didn't want to use it anymore because I could never go live. It just kept giving me technical issues. So I was like, Nikita, what are you using? And she was like, StreamYard. So that is exactly what I was going to say. So hopefully that helps you, Brian. Yeah. I'll share one other quick thing too that I just started doing in the past few months only because of COVID and having time to like work on it. I bought a Canon M50 and I use that as my primary um, webcam now. So it has nicer video. If I want to do something a little bit more that looks better, I actually record my YouTube videos on that too. But that's the one, that's the one upgrade I would say that you can do to improve the quality and not have to do too much. You can plug that in, download a driver and use that as your primary webcam to get better video. So that would be my one pro tip if you want to level up. Our last question comes from Anita. Are animated product videos more effective than videos with real humans? My answer to this, Anita, is yes, no, maybe. It depends on the brand, the product, and the audience. I mean, we do know that it's important to be clear, to tell a story, and to tell it fairly fast. 
and using animation in product videos is a no-brainer in some situations, especially when you want to explain complex processes like software, medication. I mean, complex explanations are just easier with animations. And it's also great when you want to address subtle or awkward issues like athlete's foot. I mean, do you really want to put live action athlete's foot up? It's way better to use animation. It's a better visual. You want to do diagrams, flow charts. These impossible things can really come alive with animation. It also makes people smile. I mean, I like to watch product videos, ads with cartoons, cliches, memes. It's all part of the fun. And rather than trying to find actors who precisely mirror the audience, animations are great too. You just take a pencil, rainbow-colored humans, etc., to to help all members of the audience connect. And it's a lot easier to dub animation than to lip sync with actors. And if graphics are already digital, it's a cinch to edit on-screen text. And on the other hand, live-action video is probably preferable if you want to focus on what your product looks like in a literal way. If you want to emphasize how that gold necklace you're selling twinkles in the candlelight, animation is not going to do it any justice. I mean, you can introduce your spokesperson as a recognizable host or have testimonials where animations are not going to work in that situation. You can show scenes with big, big crowds of people or complex movements like a fight scene. Animation has workarounds, and these are typically easier to achieve with live action. And of course, there are exceptions, and these are just some examples and not the final say. And that's basically what comes to my mind. And I'm sure you can find a way to illustrate with live action as well. So again, yes, no, maybe. Well, that does it for another edition of the DV Show podcast. Keep in mind, this podcast is powered by you, the listener. Video production is not for everyone. It can easily become overwhelming, time-consuming, intimidating, and technical when all you want to do is create a video that works for you. The options are daunting, and that's why we're here. Now, if you haven't visited our website this week, take a look. Always keep in touch with us at thedvshow.com. You can get in touch with us on social media like Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, LinkedIn. And we will see you next week. Keep your questions coming in. Video production just got easier. The DV Show. Serious about creating better video? You're in the right place. Subscribe to our free online coaching service and expand your learning beyond our popular podcast.